0: All right, Vulture Lizard, if you've been listening, you can tell that we have gone through some changes uh, recently on the podcast, and we wanted to just talk about that a little bit.
1: With us is, uh, of course, one of our founding fathers, Rich. Founding father? That makes me feel. Actually, I am old. Never mind. You are. are... I am. I'm pretty old. Um, but yeah, I wanted to stop by today and kind of, uh, kick off something that there's going to be another little change. And, uh, this one was unpredicted, but we're going to roll with it as best as we can. And I actually, you know, like so many changes, they often kick off exciting opportunities. So that's kind of, we're going to look at this. It's hard to take you seriously without your powdered wig. I forgot to bring it. I, I I did, but uh and actually the powder is a little weak, so I need to have it uh, repowdered before I use it again. It's like half mercury too, which explains a lot.
0: One of the things that is changing uh
1: is our good friend Nick, one of the
0: founding members of the Mountain Tail who we love, uh is going to be taking a short hiatus, hopefully short, from the Mountain Tail to focus on some family things.
1: Yeah, I mean we love Nick and we love having him here. He is definitely uh, a lot of fun to hang out with. I, I know he comes across well in the podcast, but we like hanging out with Nick anyway, because he really is just as fun as he sounds. But, you know, all of us have been through those moments where we just have to focus on real life, unfortunately, and that gaming has to take the back seat. We we don't like it, but we do it. And and that's where he is right now. He's, he's got a couple things that he just really needs to put priority number one. Um, and when he gets uh, all of that taken care of, hopefully he'll be able to swing back by. I know he intends to, and we're going to be super happy when he comes back. But, um, yeah, has got to do the real life thing for just a little bit. And, uh, and, um, man, that sucks because real life is boring.
0: Well, it's kind of funny that in the years we've been doing this, this is the first time it's happened.
1: I mean, you know, scheduling has always been the, the most difficult part. We're all people, we all have lives and jobs and things that we have to do. And the fact that we've been able to go this long without any interruption is honestly just, it, it's beyond my wildest dreams. So this is the first time that we've had to to really deal with this is it, honestly a victory. But when Nick does come back, it's going to seem like a fun reunion. It, it is. Um, and, you know,
0: stories are flexible uh, and they have to be to cover what happens in life. Uh, and like I said, we do not want Nick to miss because Sir Arthur Dew and Nick's, you just what Nick brings to the table, it can't be can't be reproduced.
1: He really is that excitement that you hear in his voice. That's just who he is. Uh, you know, you can be talking at just about anything, and that's Nick. That's he. He has that excitement, that interest level. Just a great guy to hang out with. So we're gonna miss him uh, while he's off doing his uh, you know real life for a while, but we will be excited when he comes back, and we're excited for what we're gonna do in the interim because, like I said, all these are opportunities that uh you know gonna give somebody else a chance to shine i think we have an exciting new voice to do just that we are and i don't think we'll
0: get into it right now but one of the nice things about what we've done over the years is we've collected a lot of fun people and those fun people know other fun people and we have found a fun person to take
1: over for nick while he's gone so that has been one of the most fun things about this journey of of doing the podcast so far isn't the fact that just like how far we made it uh you know, with what we've done, but how many people have wanted to be involved. We've had people come to us and say, that sounds fun. I want to do it. And that is an amazing moment because the the compliment behind that, the, uh, or quite honestly pride is just, it's, it's amazing. It's the, it's flattery that I almost don't know how to process, but here we are, we have people who want to get in and get involved. And, uh, yeah. So this gives an opportunity for one of those people to, to come out, hang out with us and jump in on the podcast for a while.
0: So, anyway, dear listener, we ask that you just bear with us while we go through these changes, and I think you'll find that you know we are versatile enough
1: to take you along on a new adventure. Speaking of that adventure, let's get to it.
0: All right, well, welcome to another exciting episode of The Adventurer's Vault: of Mountain Tale. Uh, we have we've been we've been through a lot lately. Changes. Changes.
2: Little uh it's gotten tense. What's different? I can't tell. I have no idea.
3: (laughs) 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 For some reason, I feel like the party intelligence has raised.
4: Oh, shut Uh, the fuck up!
0: It it probably did. It was nice to get notes about a character for once. That was pretty nice.
4: Oh (laughs) Oh. what the fuck ever, Brad? (laughs)
0: Well, we're uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna focus on the negative. Uh, we love Nick. We, we miss Nick. But as a special treat, we went out and found someone who is positive, and and brings positive vibes. We found table. somebody who
2: can read, so yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> who probably won't try to rope every single thing that they see. Hey, that's me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we love you, Nick. Hey, that can be that can be fun. Um, okay. and Tara is joining us for her debut episode. Say hi. Yay. Hey,
4: everyone! I'm excited to be here.
0: We are excited to have you. Um, it's uh, <laughs> the last arc, r two was was pretty heavy, a little, little, little pressy, maybe. Things got tits, <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna keep that going. On. <laughs> <laughs> well, better standing than falling, I guess. I'm trying to take my jacket off, and I'm about to ruin a lot of equipment. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're not gonna do a lot of um, character stuff right away. Tara, would you like to tell the audience anything about yourself?
4: Um, I mean, I am kind of I'm definitely new to Pathfinder. I'm not really new to role-playing games. Like I've played some D&D in the past, but I haven't branched out a whole lot, so I'm excited to be trying something new. Um, and I hope I'm prepared.
0: This is uh, in fact not your first stint on the Mountain Tail?
4: No, it's not. I did. I helped out with some backstory stuff for Will at one point.
0: Yeah, you were, you were his. Um, you're, you were the <laughs> Will's mother and his wife. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez,
1: who wrote that that sounds, that?
0: that sounds. That sounds. I very tried weird. to avoid it, but Brad, for some reason, really kept pushing it. So. <laughs> well, I just thought it explained a lot about the character.
4: <laughs> very um, Freudian.
0: Willow Oedipus Suture. <laughs> uh, so you know, it's 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 good. I mean, I'm a little nervous because. Of how much things have changed, but I'm also you know excited to get back into a new arc. You know that's that's my serotonin hit. Like we've done a story arc, it's completed, and I'm excited to get to the next thing. You know, for me, that's the big payoff. It's like, oh, here's the next thing I wrote that I'm super in love with, and like you know, probably nobody
2: else is, but I don't, I'm I'm all <laughs> about it.
0: I've enjoyed the story so far. So far. <laughs>
2: The action's been a little lacking, if we're being honest. <laughs> I don't feel like there's been enough close calls. Dude, I couldn't roll for shit for Kyber and just That one I was on board with. He kind of had it coming.
0: Yeah, dude, it was that I, was some justice. I built that dude to hurt people too, but you know my dice were like,
2: hey, and, you know some NPCs are just supposed to go but down like that. I guess
0: I didn't know this,
4: but I... it, but it
3: balanced out with you cheating with the harm spell. So I mean, oh man, that was. <laughs>
4: I feel like cast again. Should have, like, I feel like Castigan really didn't get to shine in that. That is one thing that he, I wish he had gotten more. He put
3: out some nasty damage.
0: Well, like, so we, I didn't really understand the harm mechanic going into the fight. Getting like a plus 40 to your damage. Well, like, and even then, like, it didn't matter. Here was my thing, though. Like, had I gone healing Castigan, that fight would have lasted four hours. More yeah, of Attrition. So it was like, I just need people to pump out damage. And we'll deal with it like glass cannon shit. The problem with that is, I need to roll above a one <laughs> to that's hit. Right?
4: Typically, <laughs> typically, that's how that works.
2: So, you know. I did like that guy a lot, but I, I also didn't like him a lot, which makes me like him and not like him even more.
0: I, I liked Ky- Kyber and Clayton, I, I think, are, are one of those good stories that's never going to come to light, which is fine.
2: I mean, you, you can just spill the beans.
0: So, um,. They were twins, right, with a growth problem. Like, they were growing too fast. It was going to kill them. Okay. So they were, like, eight when they came to the mountain. But they were, like, full-grown men at that point. But, like, they were sickly. They had whatever disease that would be was killing them. And the family got a hold of them and was like, we could save your life. And they took the deal. Are you
2: telling me that I had a rival with a child? Yes. Fuck you. Now, <laughs>
0: now, they've been on the mountain a while. So they're like ad- ad- mentally adults and shit. Okay. That, well, that makes me feel a It wasn't better. like a, you know, but like, you know, they, they had to come to the mountain, but they liked it here. They thrived here. They stayed alive here. And they were very loyal to the family because of it.
3: Another, well, another victim of the American healthcare system.
0: It, exactly. <laughs> um, so, like, Clayton just ran afoul. Of like Darnston Quall because he was ranging farther than they ever had, and ended up becoming enthralled to Darnston Quall. Ran and then um, Oki's parents ran afoul of him. Oki's mom died, but Oki's dad Dolan kills Clayton and puts the helm on
3: rookie move. Who would just put a helm on without knowing what it does? But
4: Definitely but, not one of us. But Kyber,
0: Kyber doesn't know what happens. He can't range out far enough. He's got responsibilities. He just knows that his brother was going to this zone to check things out. Never came back. Word comes down there's new adventurers in town. Bada bing, bada boom. You put two and two together. Did he,
2: <laughs> did he just guess? And pick me? He's like, that had to be the guy? I'm I mean, going to shoot that
0: one? I mean, in fairness.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> well, appearances being what they were. Appearance,
0: well, you're just like, you kind of look at a jail cell, and you're like, look, a depressed gnome that wants to kill himself. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to kill himself. <laughs> there sure do. And then there's Sigourim, who even now is like, as soon as I'll break out of here, I won't we'll break every nose of me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like if my brother's gonna get killed by one guy,
2: I'm gonna pick that guy. I would have, I would have done
0: the same. Not a, not a, not a guy who was just a little bit better with a bow. So I was about to uh, say, I was like,
3: I think I technically won the roll off to let me do the finishing blow, but that was on Donald. Yeah. so...
0: D- you Donald killed Clyton. You guys killed Donald.
3: Whoopsie daisy. Um, one more way we did okey dirty
0: uh, So, but yeah, you know, but but Kyber fiercely loyal to the family, doesn't want to run things. He likes being a ranger. He likes going around, killing weird monsters, you know, roving. He's he's not an arcane guy. He's not what the family needs to run the operation. He enjoys what he does, which is fucking about the mountain, living forever until, you know, he didn't, right? <laughs> <laughs> he was winning until he wasn't. So, you know, but, I, it, you know, not every NPC has to be, like, a 20-episode arc, you know?
3: I, I appreciate that there was that much backstory to this guy who's like, he's a dick because he shot S-
0: like...
4: <laughs> <laughs> Right.
0: It was just like, a oh, look, a dirty orc. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dirty orc that I think killed my brother.
4: It's and probably the reason we probably thought that he only had like, oh, this evil person is trying to come after us. Like We thought that was the only bit of the arc and it didn't go any deeper than that was because that's about as deep as our characters go. Adam.
0: In, in fairness. But like he'd also been watching you guys for a little bit because as you know, he's a ranger. He's used he can like track and hide and just kinda of keep an eye on you guys. And he got to see enough to make up his mind about how he thought things went down.
4: He didn't think we curb stomped his brother the way we curb stomped Donald, right?
0: Well, no, because he, he, he couldn't he couldn't go that far. Like he didn't know where his brother's body was. Mm. And like he knew it was dangerous to go in there alone. Because his brother went in there alone. Right. Didn't come out. So, you know, fact-finding. But it, it, it's just one of those things. He filled a role, didn't do it very well in that fight, and, uh, you know. Like
3: we said, Gertie's sucking up all the, all the Archer luck in the on the mountain, apparently. Man, I hope so. Not only does she five, but she gets, you know, <laughs> she gets a, a wife and everything. Like, things are going well for her.
2: She got the best character. I thought we were dead in the cell, by the way. I thought that was it for us.
3: Yeah, I was, I was pretty sure at least one of us was going to get executed. and
2: That was the plan if you lost the
0: fight.
3: The darker timeline.
0: <laughs> but I, I was like, at least Sigourm or Will is dying
3: done. I, I'm just glad that Will shit, his storyline worked out before that, because otherwise I think it would have been like it was Team versus Sigourm. It was
0: the perfect time for one of your characters to buy it permanently.
2: I don't think there would have been a fight if, if you had sided with them. I just think there would have been like a cutscene of me in a cell getting lit up
5: Give him the donut special. I yeah, Till I
2: don't, <laughs> no Til
4: I, I don't move no more. So I don't move no more.
2: I had a I had a way to fuck with uh,
0: Sir Do, and it just they lost the fight and it didn't happen. So, hey, but like some cool stuff came out of all that. So I'm I'm pretty happy. Uh, it was a pain in the ass to edit.
3: I can only imagine because it um, was a pain in the ass
0: to play. It was two and <laughs> it was two hours forty five minutes of raw audio, and we had another half hour of moving the things around. So that was a long night, and it was probably at least three times that to edit it. I still have a half hour to edit, so that's probably another hour, hour and a half. So, well, we we won't get into that.
3: I like to think our mic etiquette and what we do is usually pretty clean, but there was no way on that night.
0: It, it was just tense. It was it was a tense night, and a lot of people taking a second, like I need to think my next move through. Long pauses. So, but I I I I think it's cool, and I think it's going to open a new chapter for the Mountain Tale, and I hope people are willing to to accept. Some changes, and like where the story is going to go from here. Speaking of. We see that on this side of the mountain, a snowstorm has descended. The snow is falling down heavy and the winds are blowing. Any normal person would have found shelter at this point. But we see a lone figure walking through the snow, completely unaffected, as if the wind and the snow is not bothering her in any way, shape, or form. She's a statuesque tall woman, very beautiful, with dark hair and green eyes. And she comes to a, a clearing of a ruined cabin surrounded by trees. The embers of the fire have long gone out, but we see the cabin that Dave Wilkins set alight. Digging through the ashes is another woman, dressed in the same way, in fact, who appears almost identical. She says, is there anything left, sister? I found her. She's gone. The fire didn't kill her. Some wound on her forehead did. The first woman we see clicks her tongue. Did the family betray us? No, I don't think so The portal has been smashed Besides, Kyber enjoyed our dear sister's passions far too much (laughs) No, I do not believe the family betrayed us I think in fact they are done for Well, we should really figure out who did this Because we can't have this stand No, sister, we can't Come, help me scry And they begin chanting and casting a spell And an orb begins to form. And as they look into it, the camera pans. And we see on a different part of this side of the mountain, the snowstorm has driven our companions into a cave. So Gorb enters first, shaking off the cold. Their new friend, Tame, follows behind. And Will, ever untrusting, takes up the rear. But looking back, we see one Sir Arthur Dew, struggling to get through the snow. And about ten paces away from the entrance, he falls over into the snow. Get up, Dew. I'm not carrying you inside.
4: Is your fucking friend okay?
0: I'll go to him. Sigourm's gonna drag
2: Dew up and get him in.
0: He is shaking heavily as you, like, set him down against the cave wall. and He's just shaking, and his eyes are, are glossing over. He begin, He's just muttering words. And soon after, what was formerly Sir Arthur Dew, the corpse of Artitrax walking due to some unnatural power of the Esmonians, Lie still as the power fades finally.
2: His you... body goes limp? His body goes limp.
0: I try to juice him with a hill spell. In fact, that does not help at all.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 it worked in the past! <laughs> <laughs> that, in fact, if he was still alive, would probably push him over the edge.
4: Did you just fucking kill off Do?
2: <laughs> Can I sense a presence?
0: Uh, you reach out. But whatever spark was left, is gone and all that remains is the husk but he swore the oath he did he's n-
2: he's not gone he just isn't here i just can't reach him you're not sure sticking with my theory he swore the oath for better or worse he's a whole nother kind of damned now
0: you're not sure what's going on can i do some type of like heal or magic check you could do a, a magic ch- uh you could do arcana Uh, I mean, you know that he is a husk given form by deep magics. 20. Yeah, like, whatever the church was bringing to set this project off, way above your pay grade arcana was. Like, you wonder how much of that ring was actually keeping this figure going. Because you figure, like, the Church of Asmodeus brought a body back after thousands of years of being dead. You wonder, one, did the spirit want to come back? And two, if it didn't, did they force a piece of it in him? This is above your guys' pay grade.
3: I'll do some, like, respectful uh religious ceremony stuff over him, like, close his eyes, stuff like that.
0: Give me perception checks. Yep.
4: Yeah. All of us?
3: 36.
2: I'm in rapture. i <laughs> uh, trying so Gorm is, is focused <laughs> on
0: the issue at hand, and is just trying to figure out what's going. Because you're the spirit guy.
2: Yeah. And to try to make that connection, I can't be in the physical moment, really. Yeah. Oh, so.
0: yeah. So like, he's like his body's there, but maybe he's in somewhere else.
4: I got a 19, uh, not 19, a 29.
0: And uh, what'd you get at him? 36. So like, maybe he's paying attention outside, like keeping an eye. Fuck mean. my life.
2: <laughs> we need um, name cards uh,
0: I'm going to leave that one in because it's honest because um, <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be hard for me to adjust too. Um, Tame is watching the entrance ever wary as a rogue should be so only Adam notices when out of the back of the cave and also like Will is like is that a rug? And then you start to see that there's a couple things in this cave where it's not just a cave but a little tiny leshy wearing an acorn helmet walks up would I know what a leshy is? Yeah, I think you would know what a is, yeah, particularly since you're a fae.
3: Hey there, little guy. Whee! <laughs>
0: <laughs> calm down, calm down. No one's here to mess with whatever you got going on here. And you think it's it's not it's it's making a lot of noise. Which attracts the attention of someone coming out of the back of the cave. Who do we see?
4: Um, so a halfling steps forward. Um she's got very sun-worn, tan skin, um, dark brown hair. She's got several tattoos, uh, and she she steps forward and kind of looks around at all of you. Well, hi there! Uh, what what you doing in my home? Can I help you?
3: Uh, knock knock?
4: Come in, I guess! You're already in, so...
3: Yeah, the weather's pretty bad outside. We didn't realize this is somebody's home. We're just trying to, you know, I gesture uh, to Sudu's body. I was like, take
0: care of people.
4: Uh, yeah, the weather's pretty bad out there. Probably better in here. Uh, is your friend okay?
0: Well, and your character sees that wearing plate armor is this undead husk thing that is now on your floor. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, he didn't look like that a little while ago. Uh, (laughs) Life's
3: funny here on the mountain. (laughs)
4: Uh, okay.
3: But we we don't mean anybody any harm. Literally, we, we wait out this and then we'll get out of your hair.
4: Okay, I guess. I mean, do you want some tea?
3: I would love some tea.
0: Inside check that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. We just
3: tried to get poisoned by tea, like, the last time we were in this area, so. Is that just perception? Yeah,
0: perception, yeah.
4: Tame is also gonna do a perception check because uh, tea sounds very good to her right now. Well, 30.
0: 27. Uh, Are you hiding anything? No. Yeah. Tea sounds pretty good, you think? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, tea.
4: What kind of tea? Um, I mean here, I'll let you browse my selection and she kind of shows you uh like her she's got a little spice rack, um, and she'll let you pick whatever kind of tea you want while she goes about getting the water ready and you
0: know. Now does does your familiar sing some sort of song like B guess?
4: i just i'm just slowly
3: like sidestepping around him as i feel like he's like glaring and hissing at me
4: he is just sitting like a respectable distance away from the like her little campfire and just watching all of you like just kind of turning as you go and it's weird because like he's made of vines and so he doesn't have to move his whole body to turn he just kind of twists like an owl almost
3: (laughs) whatever that little guy is he is adorable
4: He's Cody. He's my best friend.
3: That's a good best friend. I'm just like waving at him, like, <laughs> hey there. He waves back. Hey there, little guy. I
4: need <laughs> this. I'm Will. <laughs> <laughs> like I,
0: we, Tara and I were just as okay. So what's what's your carriage deal? Blah blah blah. She's like, I got a familiar. It's like, okay, how's this working? Like I'm gonna voice it. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. And I've never wanted to voice a familiar so bad in my <laughs> life. But like, yeah, it's not. <laughs> does, does he
4: speak? Why don't you ask him?
3: Hi there, Cody.
4: Well, hi there.
3: We uh we don't mean you any harm. It's nice to meet you.
4: It's nice to meet you too, I guess. Tame looks over at the familiar and she she just wants to like she it's just so cute. It's just so cute and little that she's just like she looks over at um Lottie and she just goes, "Is it okay if I hold him?" Well, I mean, I don't know. Like you could try, but sometimes sometimes he bites. I'm good with biting. Okay. What's his name again? His name is Cody. Hey, Cody. Can I hold you for a second? You're just so cute.
0: Yeah, bitch.
5: (laughs) 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 With those (laughs) (laughs) first (laughs) Lukeers?
0: I've got just the vine for you, baby. (laughs) (laughs) All this gold that gets deleted.
3: (laughs) Oh, come on, that last bit can stay in. (laughs) there. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I already love your character and you're familiar.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have any berries? I like berries. And he'll kind of like, like trot over to you. I don't think I have any berries on me, unfortunately. But I understand if you don't want me to hold you if I don't have berries. Well, I guess you can. But next time you find berries, they're for me, okay? You got it. Okay. So Tam just takes him into into her arms, and she's just like, "He's so cute!" Like she's just she's just having a, a heyday. He likes to ride on my shoulder, so her, she she purchases him right up there. <laughs> I
2: uh, feel like you're well, repressing art oh, so hard, <laughs> so hard.
3: <laughs> now this little exchange has happened. Will's gonna kind of walk back to Sigour and be like, "Do we do we bury him? Do we take him back to town?"
5: I don't think he's gone. Well, he's not here, but he swore the oath. He can't be gone.
3: You you think he's going to, like, resurrect not in control of himself?
5: I think one way or another, I might be seeing him around sooner or later. But is, I mean, is the body safe? Like, do we need to tie him up? I think, I think the body is done.
0: As you guys are talking and some of you are having tea, give me perception checks. 30.
4: I don't see shit.
2: Uh, Segorum can't peel his eyes away from Sir Arthur Dew Artatraks. What'd you roll? <laughs> it's Seventeen. A, total? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. You—that's a pretty good tea collection. Yeah. It's probably the best on the mountain. You're checking that out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got, okay, I gotta check out the tea. <laughs>
0: yeah, check out the tea. What'd you get, Adam? Thirty. As you're literally discussing this, Adam, you think you might hear just the, a slight muffled sound of something getting dragged.
3: From inside the cave or out? Near the front. Uh, I look at Sigorum and I like just motion my head towards the front of the cave and like unsling my flip mace.
2: I'm looking at T. Yes, but now
0: you can look at whatever Adam told you to look at (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, (laughs) I give like a whistle.
3: And then I like, you know, motion towards the front of the cave and pull out my weapon.
4: Tame will pull out her sword.
2: Sigorum grabs his axe.
4: Lottie sees all of this and she's like kind of hesitant at first. Um... But then she, like, taps her arm and Cody just comes running and, like, jumps into her arm almost. It's kind of weird. The tattoo kind of, like, melds and then he's just gone. Um, and she pulls out something from her pocket and just, like, snaps it and a staff just comes out.
0: Because also for you, like, you're inviting these strangers into your home. They're having tea and then, like, they all pull out weapons.
4: Yeah. So, But,
0: but
3: we all do focus outside. Like, our our
0: backs are basically to her, like,
4: it's true. Still a little concerning. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah,
3: 100%. 100%. Because
0: they're like, we, we only fight backwards, and they start, like, walking backwards towards you with weapons. <laughs> <laughs> crab walking on the ceiling.
4: It throws off their. It's, it's
0: fairer this way.
4: <laughs> Jack Sparrow fighting.
0: It's Like some sort of weird Elden Ring monster. Oh, God. It's, this,
3: this, this adventure's hard enough.
5: <laughs> what is it?
3: Looks like someone's being dragged.
4: Does it sound heavy?
0: A little bit. A little bit. I can't hear it. And as the... If you guys are approaching back to the front of the cave... Yes. Sir Arthur's body is not there.
5: <gasps>
0: oh fuck.
3: Can I see whatever is dragging him off?
0: So if you go out into the snow a little bit... Yep. Um, You enter back into the blizzard. Visibility is a little hard, but you do see what looks like drag marks that are quickly being covered up by the blizzard. But you see Arthur's body like hunched on the ground, is being dragged... By something, and you you can't tell what it is. It's almost like he's like half floating, half drag.
2: I I run,
0: and as you get a little closer, you see um like whatever is doing it drops, and if you get a little closer, you see a horse walking out of the blizzard, not too far away from him. The horse, it's Night Shadow, and like you hear, uh, it's hard to hear over the wind, but like you think you might hear it's like someone like sigh heavily and an invisibility spell is dropped and it's Arwen ooh snap This would have just been easier hello Sigorm
5: had I known it was you I wouldn't have stopped you
0: I'm not giving up on him I'm not giving up on fixing
5: this neither am I
0: I just I think there's still a way to save all of them and keep looking for the shards but for now I'm going to try to save him I
5: understand.
0: And like you see Nightshadow like walk forward and like kind of sniff the body. And then like if you could hear like a horse kind of cry, that's what it sounds like. And like Arwen kind of like strokes his mane and then just wordlessly like picks up what's left of Arthur do. And like Night Shadow kneels down where she can easily get like the body on the back of the horse. And she mounts up and they ride off into the blizzard.
3: I guess he kind of... Got to find his lady.
0: Too fucking soon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're getting pretty good at that.
3: <laughs> Sooner or later, we'll all be obsolete. doesn't need be Brad
0: in here talking to himself. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, fuck. Everybody quit, but the show's got to go on. <laughs> oh, Lord, <morning>, home
4: time. <laughs> <Sorry to talk. laughs> Oh, that look! I'm offended. <laughs> I'm offended
0: for Ashley.
4: I just <laughs> if you could not speak like that again. <laughs> you roll. Do you think I'm hesitant to throw things at you?
0: Um, no, not really. But
3: salt's I... funny on the mountain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said My dice are bigger. <laughs> but the bigger size doesn't... of your dice, but how you roll them. I can't roll for shit. But I can throw real hard. <laughs>
3: last time she threw dice, I think one of them broke.
4: That's... <laughs> Listen, it was an accident! <laughs> I'll never forget.
0: I'm too cheap to throw troll... <laughs> huh? I'm, huh? I'm hold try. on, I'm trying to cut a promo. I'm too cheap <laughs> to throw troll king dice. <laughs> <laughs> Check them out on Instagram.
4: That was the worst promo I've ever heard.
0: Well, it was free. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> Was it? <laughs> I just got a second, second set of dice over there. Oh man, <laughs> Boomer hooked us up with some Troll King dice.
2: Hell yeah! Gorm's gonna let it go, and he's gonna walk slowly back into the cave
5: and get back to the T. Same.
4: It's a pretty good selection, isn't it?
5: I have no idea what I'm doing.
4: It is. Just just take my word for it. <laughs> you just you just lift the lift the cup <laughs> to
0: your mouth and um. <laughs>
2: <laughs> who the fuck was that who's that talking <laughs> so Gorman picks up this tiny cup trying not to smash it and it's just like it's not even holding a shot really yeah just trying to figure out like is this a delicacy thing <laughs> like why so little they, of whatever it is
0: are they like halfling
4: sized cups <laughs> I mean probably
2: I'm, Will's just watching him and doing his
3: best not to lose his shit
4: tame Um, Tame just looks over at Sigurum and she goes, Are you having a bit of trouble with that? Do you need a bigger cup? Yeah. Usually my guests bring their own cups if they're not, you know, like, my (laughs) size. Do you happen to have anything?
3: I think they're perfectly sized.
4: Yeah. For you?
5: Yeah, perfectly sized.
4: That's what matters, right? (laughs) That's true. Well, except when you're a giant green man. It's fine. He's very big. (sniffs) Yes.
2: Just like, lick it like a dog a little bit. Or like a cat. Just like, get a little... Alright, I no, I'm gonna leave it there. At
3: this point, Will's like shaking, trying to hold on his laughter. Like a little bit of tea spilling on his wrist.
5: Fuck you, Will. <laughs> One more subtle joke, I'll throw it.
1: <laughs> I didn't say anything! I didn't say anything! <laughs>
5: there, there
2: is a bit of a, a relief on Sigourm's face. It was He was trying his hand at humor, and it was good to see Will laugh. Yeah, like the shake, it was good.
0: A a calm moment. It's been a minute. Feels
3: a little little out of out of time. Like, yeah, we're in this blizzard, and all of a sudden we find this like cozy little cave with this uh, hospitable halfling woman, and not even convinced this is
2: real yet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? At this point, I think we
3: just roll with the punches. It's just like one more weird thing among the rest.
0: Things sometimes just seem so surreal. The weird shit that can happen. But eventually, the storm passes, and the four, well, I don't know, like, those of you who are traveling to Callstown can, in fact, make it to the exit zone.
3: Uh, Before we leave the cave, I will extend the same invitation to Lottie that uh, we had exited a tame. It's like, if you don't want to be in a cave out here by yourself, um, there is a town of people and lodgings if, you know, you wanted to be around other people.
4: Actually, I am familiar with Callstown. I mean, I haven't been there in a minute. Honestly, I, I probably should make a trip. I haven't been in a while.
3: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you're welcome to travel with us.
4: That'd be great.
5: Well, I need to see everyone's jewelry first.
4: That That's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have, like a fetish for something?
5: Uh, I I think he just wants to
3: see your hands or make sure you're not wearing a necklace that has certain uh, emblems to people that are not friendly to us.
4: Oh. Okay, well then in that case all I've really got is this ring and she'll like extend her hand. And it's just this intricately carved wooden ring in the shape of a ram.
0: In fact, would you say that there's like almost no metal to be worn or found here?
4: Indeed, yeah, there's there's no metal. Even the cups were like carved wood.
2: How about you Jane?
4: <laughs> um
2: You got anything you need to hide? Any rings, any necklaces with a ring on it? I mean, a friggin' I'd... tattoo of a ring, anything like that?
4: <laughs> so Tame will extend out both of her hands, and you'll see on the middles of each finger, she has um, a ring on each. On one one hand, she has a ring that's got more of like a ruby stone in the middle of it, and on the other ring, um, it's more of a smoky, cloudy stone. Okay. There's nothing nothing really too specific in in regards to insignias or anything like that. It's just
0: Are those decorative or magical. <laughs> um, I just wanted to know that, that like told me everything I needed to know.
3: We're gonna need those rings. <laughs> no, I'm kidding.
4: Break yourself. You already know you you.
0: Yeah, I mean you probably told me what they
4: were. I don't. Know. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I think you picked one. Probably.
5: <laughs> Good enough for me. My name is Suguru I've been through a lot.
4: I can tell. You look a little, uh, wrinkled in the face.
3: I mean, our our friend really just literally died and his body got dragged off by somebody, so...
4: Do you know who it was? Yeah. Was it a good person that dragged him off? I hope so. Then I wouldn't worry. I must admit, I'm a little happy he's not in my cave anymore. I couldn't imagine coming back to it. Well, I mean, I don't know who he was, but like... I don't know how long I'm gonna be gone and this is it's just probably better this way. It looked like it killed him. That's true. I wouldn't want to get in trouble when I'm not even home.
5: No body, no crime. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> meanwhile Meanwhile, back on Necromancer Mountain <laughs> <laughs> The last piece of Undead
3: Voltron has come. So uh if we go if we go outside, I'm assuming it's still like heavy snow from the blizzard and uh, it stuff.
0: It, it's died off at the I mean, unless you need it to... like, Okay, like, I, I, at I, some point, the just, blizzard subsides. Just let
3: the bit happen, okay? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, I look out at it, and I look up at Sigour and be like, Snow's real high out there. It'd be hard for someone my size to walk through it.
5: Or my size. <laughs> <laughs> or my size!
3: And then he just looks at you with, like, a big grin on his face.
5: Well, if I learned anything from Dew, I got this rope. And I can drag you through it, little friend.
3: Oh, no, I think somehow I'll manage at a second look... <laughs> <laughs> and he just kind of giggles as he starts walking.
0: So there's still, like, a good little bit of snow on the ground. So, like, some of our taller people are just kind of high-stepping. Um, Will is probably having a harder time of it. Yeah. How's Lottie doing?
4: Um, so Lottie is actually falling directly behind Will um, because, like, he's kind of clearing a path. And she's like, this is this is pretty good. And then she kind of, like, looks around and she's like... Hmm, and she she decides to stay behind Will because he has to like he is everybody else is kind of stepping over the snow whereas he's kind of stepping through it.
3: <laughs> she just wants to watch Will struggle.
2: Secorum is <laughs> not being totally inconsiderate. He will kind of force his way through the snow, and make it a little easier. But mm-hmm. he ain't getting that fucking saddle ride yet.
0: Maybe like dragging your foot like you're on dune, kind of.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'll do a little fucking dance for him. <laughs> Well, just like too big (laughs) saddle,
3: just muttering as he walks and has to like push his way through all of it.
0: And you enter the mist, and since you, I'm gonna assume you're heading to Callstown, you pop back outside the gates of Callstown, where for the first time ever they're closed. That you can kind of remember, but like it's because that's the that's what the defenses do now. You see the orcs on the wall, you know. They're keeping an eye on things. They're like, ah, Sukoram, crew. But, like, you think you might hear some muttering as you go through the open gates because people are missing and strangers are coming with you. But as the four of you kind of go through the gates and enter the town square, a couple people are like, Lottie! <laughs> Hi,
4: everyone! <laughs> I missed you. It's Lottie, everybody!
0: <laughs>
2: oh, jeez. <Jess. laughs>
3: Will has like a slight sigh like he didn't really wasn't suspicious of her but at least now like she's known to the town and it's not like oh there's that freaking Lottie so people seem to be happy to see her so she must be a good person
0: they're like it's Lottie get the rope
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow Need it's hanging that.
4: day it's <laughs> hanging day oh boy it's hanging day I took that completely different
0: <laughs> <laughs> you would you sicko <laughs> Well, that's that's what's <laughs> nice about Hanging Day. You can take it a couple different ways. <laughs> <laughs> just kinda, never I'm just
3: gonna stop we know why
4: Lottie has a vine-filled creature.
0: Um, but like,
3: it's not the only vines disappearing into people.
4: <laughs> but Gertie, like,
0: kind of like cousins, like, cause you you guys coming back is a big deal. Yeah, you know, but like, she's she's like happy to see, but then like, you could tell she's confused. Gertie,
3: we might want to talk somewhere private.
0: She not. Um, do we need the council? Probably wouldn't hurt. Okay. Uh, Do your friends need to
4: come along? Uh,
0: they're welcome to.
4: I'm good to go to the bar if you are, Lottie. That sounds good with me.
2: So they're coming to the town council chamber? <laughs> <gym or
4: something. laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> Funny story. That's, that's where we always meet. Yeah.
4: Can I be drunk? Like Quietly. Yes. Yeah. All right.
2: Uh, so a short time later,
0: the, the town council meets. You have all your normal members, um, Krokum, as head of security or captain of the watch, whatever. Tarth's there as magical support. Uh, everyone's there except for one noticeable absence Zachariah is no longer with us.
2: It's true. It's the first time we've met since I sit in his chair like a boss. No, I'm kidding.
3: Oh, <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, uh, I solemnly look at his chair, um, and then, uh, I'd say between me and Sigour and we relate to them, our interactions, betrayal, and defeat of the family. I just kind of lay it out and be like, and that's how things went.
0: (sighs) These days exact a heavy toll. I forgot I had an accent. (laughs) We didn't. Fucking idiot. (laughs) I'm terrible at GMing sometimes. I would agree with you, but you're not. So I mean, you're
4: actually a really good GM.
0: Yeah. If I, but some, if for like a whole episode, Talk it and Dave were the same voice.
4: It We happened. weren't gonna question <laughs> it.
0: Listen, sometimes the story leads
3: you in weird ways, and you got to roll with it. And since you're not a professional voice actor, I'd say you're doing a pretty good job.
0: A freelance, mostly. Wow, that that's uh that's a lot. And like, it, it, she looks pained because it's all too familiar for her. Right. She's been there. What's, uh, what's your plans moving forward?
3: Uh, Will glances at Segorum and is like, I'm gonna take a bit of a uh, sabbatical.
5: No.
2: Will <laughs> 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 like, a half-half
3: glance to Sagorum and is like, It wasn't a question, buddy.
5: I'll get the fucking saddle. No. <laughs> I'll get the saddle!
3: <laughs> Listen, but I was, I was ready to be done period. You guys brought me back. Um, I, I've i been patch working my way through this and uh, Minui and Do that was kind of the last straw for me.
5: This doesn't work without you.
3: I didn't say I'm leaving or that I wouldn't help.
5: It's gonna get ugly and way worse.
3: It is and I need to be in the right place for that and I don't know I don't even know what I am now and I don't feel right stepping out there and not being sure of what I will do or what others will do around me. I just need some time to figure some things out.
5: I need a promise. Promise me you take this break. If I don't come back, don't blame yourself. You're dick.
4: <laughs> Make him pinky promise.
5: Pinky swear.
4: For your life.
3: We've saved each other's lives enough time that I also know how many times I put everybody else in danger. And... What is the right thing to do? What we are trying to achieve? I'm a little hazy on who I can trust, how I should trust them. You are that one exception. So if the going gets tough, I'm still here. I just, I need to figure out what I'm doing, what god I'm serving, how I'm doing that. If the people I'm fighting alongside are people that I can fight alongside, this goes beyond even what happened here on the mountain.
5: I understand, but I can't wait. I can't sit. I don't have the time.
3: I don't expect you to.
5: Just make the promise and I'll drop it.
3: I promise. As much as I can.
5: Good enough.
0: And like, as it starts to get heavy between you two, Gertie kind of like ushers everybody out to give you the floor. But she looks at Tame and Lottie. Let me buy you a drink.
4: That would be nice.
0: And by her saying, let me buy you a drink, she walks behind the counter and grabs a <laughs> bottle and just pours, like, three drinks, because, you know, there's really not an economy so to of. Um <laughs> But, like, she brings him over to a table. It's like, well, uh, Lottie, it's been a minute. It's good to see you. that you're alive.
4: Yeah, it's good to see you, too.
0: Uh, what's your name there, my friend?
4: Uh, my, my name is Time.
0: Pleasure, pleasure. Welcome to Colston. Um You all are more than welcome here. Um, Lottie, I know you like to... To live outside huh um i've no right to ask this but our best hope of getting off the mountain about just died from what i understand sagarm's about to go out alone and here's what i know about adventurers going out alone they go through the mist and they don't come back so i have almost nothing to offer the two of you but it would mean the world if we could figure out a way to, for me to convince the two of you to go with him when he goes off by himself. I know that man. He won't give up. But if he goes alone, he it will kill him. I've seen it.
4: Well, you know me. I mean, I guess adventure would kind of make the time go by a little faster. And she just looks over it at Tame. I mean, I've been making it on my own alone for a while out there. Um, but if you're really that concerned, just... Sorry, trying to form my thoughts.
2: It's hard to find a motivator sometimes.
4: Yeah. Well,
2: that's a big ask. It it is. So
0: So I'm I'm Gertie is legitimately waiting for her to like drop that other shoe.
4: But I suppose if you can send us off with extra supplies and um gear, I think that we can make something work.
0: Uh, they've they've always had our, our full support and access to whatever they need and knowing that man, I have a feeling I think I know where he's going. And if uh, well, baubles were something you were interested in, where he's going is probably the biggest trove of them.
4: Can I can I ask where he's where he's going?
0: I've got a feeling that he in the camera pans, and we see walking through the mist three figures, and we start to see the twinkle of starlight as night is falling. And Segorum sighs as he looks over red plains rocky outcropping almost as if the, the concentration of iron in these rocks was very high giving it a reddish hue and he looks over the wreckage of the plains of iron where the wreckage of two armies covers the landscape as far as you could see up until it starts to get hazy and the dust clouds this is where two armies met this is where two armies died and looking down he sees that where they've exited well the years have not been kind but this looks like the runes of Command Center if Sikorum has ever seen one. And if you look, give me perception checks.
4: Ooh, I got a nat 20.
0: Bow, bow, bow.
2: Nice.
0: For first roll.
4: First roll. Holy shit.
2: That's awesome. <laughs> I
4: got uh, a...
3: Everything's downhill from there.
4: <laughs> 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 I got a 22, so I don't see shit.
2: I've
0: got a 31. So, I'll give it to the two of you. Now, you both have seen things like fireballs or blast craters in your life. And you just barely miss it because of how large this would be. But this looks like the epicenter as you're looking out through the plains. Something of incredible power
5: happened here, and this was the epicenter.
4: Wow, do you do you realize where we're standing?
5: I think I do. And it's all too familiar. The thing I'm not familiar with is the power of this place. The residual effect of an event. I know war. I understand tactics. Something else. Something else was here. Something else happened.
4: I think there's a lot of power here. I mean, there was a lot of power here at least. Look at this place.
0: And Sigourm, you've always had a, a connection to the undead, that spirit plane. There's always kind of a heaviness in the air in the mountain. The air is thick. With something only really kind of you can sense. And, and maybe the others can even start to sense it. But the spirits rule here. And the undead reign. And sagoram can hear that better and clearer than he ever has on the mountain.
2: Everything smells and tastes like rust. Every sound is just a, some sort of sound in battle. Horns in the distance. Sometimes he thinks he catches a banner out of the corner of his eye, but it ain't actually there.
0: You look over and see a figure in white sitting lotus on the ground throwing dust in the air. And like you blink and it's gone.
5: There's something you two should know. There may be times when I don't, uh, I don't seem like I'm here. But I I will be. Just, I'm fractured, torn, if you will.
4: Do you you just kind of like Face off sometimes, I do that.
5: C- kinda like that.
4: <laughs> what did your daddy do to you when you were young? <laughs> Fuck! Oh, <laughs> <shit>! <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist!
5: He bred me for war. And that is exactly what we were going into. They all look dead to you, but I, I will see them when we're in it.
4: Can we see the undead?
0: You, like, and, like, there's not really a lot going on here, but, like, you've got a vantage point where you can see a good chunk of the planes, but, like, they're so vast, and, like, the dust is kicking up that you can't see, like, super far, but, like, in the distance you can see shapes, maybe, like, ruined fortresses, barricades, you know uh, uh, the giants came through the plane here on a castle, but, like, you can't see it, you know it's further in though, you know, and uh, but like oddly enough an undead starts to shamble forward to you guys wearing, you know, kind of like old crusader gear.
4: What what do, what do we do? And she looks at Sigorum.
2: Sigorum steps forward um, he does take out his axe. There's a bit of a noticeable tremble in the way he grips it, which is not normally something that happens. And the blade of the axe, actually it takes on a bit of a green glowing hue. Something he's never done before. And he doesn't take a defensive or an aggressive stance. He just simply has it at his side. Just in case. And he lets the crusader or the perceived crusader advance. Hello, friend.
5: Hello, green one.
2: Don't be hasty with that axe. I mean you no ill will.
5: You're a fallen crusader, right?
3: Something like that.
5: Perception. Perception, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dirty 20.
3: Something like that appears to be true. Oh, okay.
5: I'm gonna have to work with it. What's your name and rank?
3: My rank is long forgotten. My name is Nex.
5: I am Segura. I have come to gather the pieces of Exceltheon to get the chalice and free the souls of the crusade.
3: You speak of big things, but you do not know the dangers of this place.
5: I have no choice but to learn. This place is
3: not big on second chances if you make a mistake.
5: Like I said, not much of another choice. I've got to try.
3: I suppose I can be your guide.
5: Please, lead the way.
3: Be clear, I promise nothing. There is nothing assured moving through the plains.
5: I need no promises. Then I will lead the way. You two, stay behind me. Eyes open.
4: Uh, okay, well I just, can, can I, what, what? You're kind of new.
3: <laughs> oh, I disagree. I'm very
2: old. <laughs> I,
4: I guess I'm just a little confused. You're breathing very hard, but do you have lungs?
3: You spend a lifetime breathing, and it's hard to kick the habit.
4: Even no lungs, okay?
3: You, you an expert in undead. <laughs> Fuck you.
0: <laughs> he's got. He's probably got lungs. They're just probably like. Black necrotized <laughs> undead flesh bag so, thing. He's this guy yeah. basically
3: wearing like crusader half plate that like is in good condition, but it's covered in like lichen and like a thin layer of like grime. Um, maybe there's little pieces of like desiccated flesh hanging. He's got like all this white wispy hair that's kind of hanging down. Um, everything looks pretty crappy, with the exception of the spear he's carrying.
4: You said desiccated. I think you meant desecrated. No, desiccated. No, desiccated. desiccated.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. Desi- like, jerky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like like absence of like yeah. Uh, moisture. Yeah. You could also say he's probably desecrated though.
3: Yeah, that, that would yeah, be probably. also probably an extra trip. Uh, but the spear he's carrying is like this ivory colored spear with like a golden head to it and a large ruby set like where the like spear point would attach to the to the hat. Like wrapped in gold.
4: And just just real quick for reference for for us here that don't know you, um, what is your name? Next. Any Nex.
3: Nex. Okay. Next. Next Dragus.
1: Well,
4: next. I'm Lottie. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no it's, that's uh,
2: well, next. Beautiful. I'm Lottie. <laughs> beautiful.
4: Well, next. I'm Lottie. Um, you know, I could probably wipe wipe like get a salve or something whipped up for those hands. They look kind of dry. You might be able to hold your...
3: He's mostly just skeletal
4: bones.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate the thought. And he, like, halfway reaches out a hand towards you and stops himself and lowers it back down. The, uh, benefits of the flesh aren't really my concern anymore.
4: Okay. Well, I am... Hi, Nex. I am tame.
3: Gives you an awkward, like, half wave.
4: Um, so we just follow you then?
3: I am, at this point, a native of the plains. I will do my best to avoid the hordes of ghouls and zombies and other
4: undead that roam. Should we have our weapons up? That would be a good idea. Yeah, if you could avoid those, that'd be, that'd be great. Uh, tame, I think we follow Sigorum and Sigorum follows next. He is the larger of us.
3: We will yeah. strive to avoid the worst of the planes.
4: Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. I would, uh, would I would hope you would do that for yourself anyway.
3: I don't wish to see you come to Undoom Hall.
4: Can I incite that? Absolutely. Yeah. In that yes, head. please. <laughs> the fuck is that? I got a 24. You don't think he gives a shit about you? <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, okay. And she'll just kind of like shake her head. and.
0: With their course set, Nex turns and begins marching into the fields. Set with purpose, So Gorm follows behind. And reluctantly, Lottie and Tane follow. The camera pans and we see the chapel of Amistair, Sitting in the front row is a lone occupant. One will suture. It's
3: quiet. Amistair, I know you disapprove of my choice here, but... I've got to get this right. None of this flying by the seat of my pants. I'll be honest, even casting spells... Since we've made our bargain Has been like trying to drag something up out of the mud I'm always almost surprised by the time it actually works
0: Do you think this place will ever be free of distraction? Do you think the conditions will ever be perfect?
3: I don't need perfection But I've seen enough I've seen enough Men and women go into battle that Weren't sure of what they were doing or who they were That that cost them And in my case I'm not willing to let it cost anyone else their lives
0: Alright, but the next thing is always around the corner. And if to mark his words, someone pounds on the door. And Gertie steps in. Uh, Will, uh, hello, good evening. Welcome to the temple. She kind of like comes and sits by you. Um, I was trying not to bug you. Because I know uh, you're looking for some solace. But uh, unfortunately, I I think I have to krokum has been trying to solve uh, a problem we've had. We had a murder.
3: Well just kind of shakes his head like...
0: And and the town guard are working on it, and I wouldn't bug it because I, I have I have confidence in him. The problem is we've had another one, and I think you need to see it.
3: I'll do what I can.
0: Um, So she takes you off to a cabin, and like one of the, the houses, and when you get there, there is some orc guards keeping people out, and as you kind of walk in... It's a bit of a grisly scene. There's a dwarf leaning against the wall, still standing, but you can tell the front of his head has been bashed in against the wall. There's writing on the wall, written in blood, and it says, I heard you like riddles. Here's one. What do horses eating and slight arrow wounds have in common? Love, Billy Stitches. We'll see you on the next episode of Adventure's Vault at Mountain Tail.
5: Sounds provided by Sinescape. If you like what you hear, give the Adventurers Vault a shout out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. If you don't like what you hear, visit the Adventurers Vault Discord server and let the cast know directly just what you think of them. And while you're there, listen to the exclusive content to see if it's just as bad. The Adventurers Vault is produced by Night Owl Workshop LLC. Now
1: go quick. Listen to more before I hunt you down.